0: Awesome baddies, welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work. I'm Shannon and
1: I'm Abby. Thank
0: you for being here. Welcome back. Welcome. It's good. I was excited to record today. Oh, we are you? Know? I just feel
1: like it is
0: finally October. It's fall. Michael's family calls it Rocktober. Why? Like that's their vibe. Cause it's like rock on rock October. Well, it's Michael's mom's birthday. It's your birthday. Now mm-hmm. you're part of the family, you know, mm-hmm. um, it is parents' wedding anniversary. It's Halloween. It's my parents' wedding anniversary. A lot of good stuff is happening in October. Aww. So rock October, rock Mystery man's mom's birthday as well. Yep. We have a lot of birthdays. I know. We have like a thing right now going on where Michael's mom's birthday, Gail's mom's birthday. Okay. You no, Michael's mom's birthday, Gail's birthday, and mystery man's birthday are all within... Literally like three days of each other. Yeah, it's insane. I know. So we're always like, okay, we have to like find something that like works for everyone
1: because it's like so many people that we love. And then Mystery Man's birthday and your dad's birthday are the same day. The same day. Isn't that weird? Too many coincidences. I know.
0: But anyways, yeah, today like I woke up. There's like, there's just like something about October. I love October. It's good. Me too. And I was just sitting there at the office and I was like, I'm just so thankful to like drive over to the city and record after work like it was one of those days and i think
1: it's also because your birthday is tomorrow and i'm excited <laughs> yeah we're going to where are we going
0: zuma we are going to zuma
1: and you zuma. haven't been right i've to- never been okay so
0: zuma um for those of you who have not been it's like asian fusion it is in back bay in the um oh, i didn't say, know that we gotta travel it.
1: far for that
0: yeah, it's a far <laughs> journey. I'm trying to think. It's in the One Dalton, I believe. Don't quote me on the that. The Four Seasons One Dalton? I think so, yes.
1: Oh. It
0: is probably my favorite restaurant in Boston. That's huge. Okay, I don't know. People, when people ask that question, it's hard to answer because I'm like, a facha is like a good date night spot. Like, there's just, Aria. There's yeah. there's so many different options, but bougie kind of has like a Miami type, v- maybe vibe to it. I don't know, but you can kind of like dress up. It's cute, the drinks are amazing and we're gonna have
1: the best time i'm excited i've been meaning to see you because i i oh. needed to tell you that i watched the golden bachelor i know we were both gone
0: this weekend so we haven't seen each other since I, thursday since oh our God, event yeah
1: you're right i watched it last night i like kind of had to force myself because i didn't i wasn't able to watch everything i wanted to watch like what does that mean the kardashians oh, came okay, had like on the that. show <laughs> There's a new episode of American Horror Story with Kim Kardashian. I didn't see that. So I was like, I got to prioritize The Golden Bachelor and watch it so I can tell Shannon whether (laughs) she should tune in or not. I respect that. I am boycotting American Horror Story. I
0: know. That is on my... Never watch again list. <laughs> you were scarred after endless
1: nightmares. It's just disturbing. I just don't. I think, love that.
0: I don't think you need to fill your your brain with
1: that. I just don't. It's the only thing that keeps my attention, which okay. is why I was struggling last night with watching the Golden Bachelor. The Golden Bachelor. It was a little. Okay, here's the thing. I'm What's here? definitely going to keep watching mm-hmm. usually what i do with the bachelor franchise is i will like watch a couple episodes and then i'll go to google reality the, Steve google the winner and f- usually just the top four i just like want to know who's in the top four so i can keep an eye on that oh on the whole okay i'm got a person to watch yeah and last night i was like okay like I'm already crying within, like, 10 minutes of this freaking Wait, show. Wait, what? You're crying? Because so sad because his wife died. Oh, his okay. wife died of a bacteria infection that spread to her, like, kidneys. It was so sad and yeah, scary. Yeah, that's really sad, actually. I couldn't like, watch that. It was Versus, so like, the
0: regular bachelor where it's just, like, a bunch of, like, 25-year-olds yeah. who are just, like— you know, like and, and then single. there was this other
1: contestant who, like, her friend had terminal cancer, and she was no. like doing it for her. Okay, I can't I watch so my sad. mental health. I know, could never. It got better. The show got better, but the but the, the beginning was the intros. It was a little rough. So, like, even in college, I used to be
0: able to watch. Like Grey's Anatomy, I'd watch it every single day and just ball the entire time. Yeah, but it's weird. The older I've gotten, the less you want to be sad. I have the emotional because <laughs> capa- after a long stressful day of work, I get home and I am so emotionally drained from my life. <laughs> that sounds so bad. No, I don't mean that. No, I don't I get mean what that. you're saying that. Like, like I love happy thoughts. Yes, like you just. Like, just I get going. home from work and you're just like tired, and the last thing I want is to like cry or be like scared. I'm just like I want to watch something mindless.
1: Uh, I don't know if this is mindless, but I'm also watching the morning show. Okay. With, um, oh, I've
0: heard that's good
1: with Jennifer Aniston. Right? And yeah, and was it Reese, Reese Witherspoon? Witherspoon? Michael's yeah. joke. That's all I can think about when you say yeah here. <laughs> Um, the two of them together are really good. But back to the Golden Bachelor. Yes. It honestly, I'm not gonna lie, it made me hopeful for the future because these women are so fun. Like they are not letting being in their sixties and seventies slow them down. Love. They are just like have such a good energy about themselves and like they're very optimistic and i i was surprised that like a lot of them like i know you were worried about like the whole like making out thing and it being like raunchy like it's definitely not as raunchy but i was shocked to see like how flirty they are oh okay i like flirty's cute but like I'm a little dirty flirty, flirty like oh, sometimes. Yeah. Okay, Like it was, I was shocked. I was like, okay, but it's too soon to tell. Like it was only episode one. You really get to know them in like further episodes. So okay. I'll circle back.
0: Interesting. Well, yeah. I do think that's kind of, I think that's cute.
1: Yeah. And, nice. and
0: yeah, I'm glad. Like, I'm glad that you're watching it because <laughs> I don't, well, not in like a bad way. I just, I feel like the bachelor is a commitment. I used to be committed to the bachelor in college. I lost touch with, like, distant friends, strangers in the night. But I don't think I would have watched the show and, like, picked it back up. So I'm happy that you're doing it.
1: Yeah. Very I'll cute. take one for the team. How are we doing? You were—we were both in the Cape this weekend, but just different parts. Yes. You are in that funny? P-Town. I was in P-Town. That yeah. was your first time
0: there, right? Did you Never love— Never been to P-Town before. It was so fun. I honestly—I had such a good time. I felt kind of bad, though, because I kept posting that I was on Key West—
1: yeah, what was that bit? I don't know. Like, you know, <laughs> when you just get
0: into like a weird, like joke cycle with your friends no one uh-huh. else thinks is funny except for you guys <laughs> and you know that you're being stupid and annoying but you can't stop because like you're having fun mm-hmm. that's what that's <laughs> all that matters as long as you're having fun I mean, I I'm a, that's my like the era that i'm in right now is like as long as my friends and i get the joke that's all, that that's all that matters but um we got to p-town we took the ferry there me and my best friend liz and we're like a little seasick and we get off we're wearing like sweaters we're lugging our luggage like down the, the main street and I, I was just, I looked at her, and it's like a pretty chilly day. It's like fifty nine degrees out, like chilly, nice, crisp fall day. And I'm like, I just feel like because we got off a ferry, we should be somewhere tropical right now. <laughs> like it just feels like we're on an island. And P-Town kind of has like an islandy vibe. She was like, I know, like it feels like we're in Key West. And so then I just like took a picture of her, and I just made like the location Key West. And then for the rest of the weekend, I just kept tagging different. Restaurants in Key West that we were at <laughs> But then I felt really bad because like I had A lot of people um, reach out To me being like this is my favorite restaurant In Key West like Stop. you should go here and I felt so bad I was like shit I thought people could Did tell. you answer people? No I just ignored it. I didn't oh. know I felt so awkward What am I supposed to say? Actually no I just like Made it up so I just kind of like took a They beat. must not
1: know you that well because I yeah, knew it was Yeah just a joke weird So like it was obvious
0: I thought it was obvious I was in New England but whatever The wedding was so good my best Friend Nicole um Got married to um, Cooper. She's now Nicole Paul, which is just so weird. I'll never get over like friends changing their last name that you've been friends with your whole like not your whole life, but like for many many years. And I still think of my best friend Ashley as Ashley Hodel. I know that she's Ashley Backus. I was like,
1: who the hell is that? Right? Because you know who's Ashley Backus.
0: But like for me, it's like so. I consciously have to be like, she is Shannon. She is not Ashley Hodel. Like, get it through your head. Like, I need to. It's hard. But regardless, it was a great wedding. Um, They had, like, a—I actually think this is a really cool idea. Like, they have their own, like, private ceremony with just their parents. Oh. Like, on the beach, really beautiful, where they exchanged these really beautiful vows just for basically them and their families to kind of enjoy. And then the next day for the wedding, it was— like, everyone was there. Like, let's say, like, 70 people or however many were there. And they did, like, the exchanging of rings and, like, I take thee to be my husband, et cetera. But they didn't do their, like, personal vows there. So they technically got married the day before just with their parents, which I like because that's, like, their vibe. They were, like, we wanted to have something, like, very, like, intimate just between us. So I think that's cool. And I think it's nice how these days, like, you can make your wedding whatever you want yeah. it to be. And I just really admired that. And she's just, like, Nicole is one of those girls. That she, all she wants is, like— She's the most genuine person. She wants everyone to have a good time. She doesn't want it all to be about her. And she's just so, like, humble. But because she's like that, that makes you, like, want to celebrate her even more. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because she, like, doesn't expect it. So it was just a great weekend. And it was, like, me and, like, just my my girlfriends. And we were just, like, no one did plus one. So we just all went and just had, like, a weekend of, like, the girls bouncing around, being silly. So it was really good. And I'm happy that... Happy that we did it and congratulations again, Nicole. If you're listening to this, um,
1: you had a wedding too. A family wedding for your cousin. Yes. My cousin got, I was just going to say engaged. No, she married. got married. Married. She got married. It was also a small wedding, like 80 people. It was in their front and back yard at the house. So it was, it was really fun. Like after the party ended, everyone, not me, obviously, because like. I don't like to get wet. Everyone jumped into the ocean and then ran into the hot tub. Like there was literally 20 people in the hot tub. It was just like unreal.
0: Wait, people were jumping into the ocean.
1: Yeah. Okay. So Off I saw your
0: Instagram story and I was like, is that the ocean? Cause there's no way it's, it's
1: so cold. It was cold. Yeah. That's where they all ran into the hot tub right after. Oh my gosh. I know. Um, I am. No, I would never do that. No, 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 no um yeah. so yeah so that was that but there was one minor issue okay at the wedding probably like other than like someone not showing up to the altar probably the worst thing to happen at a wedding other than a runaway, bride other than situation. A runaway bride okay is the band bailing on you the week of your wedding no yeah so that's horrible it was Honestly, really sad. So the
0: music is the whole wedding, exactly. Other than the it ceremony. sets
1: the tone. Yeah, other than the ceremony, other, other, than, other than the reason other why than we're like here. other than like the exchanging of vows. Yeah. yeah. So my family booked this band over a year in advance, usually as one does. Yeah. And they saw them play all over Boston multiple times. They saw them play at Tall Ship. They saw them play at Lansdowne. They liked them so much that they brought the bride and the groom brought their parents to Nantucket to watch them play at the chicken box.
0: Wait, like, this is the band that you went and saw a while back,
1: right? With them. I ended up not going, but okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. But like, yeah. That was the was plan to. was to see them. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Cause it ended now, up raining. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. No,
0: I remember this situation. Yes. Cause you texted me like a while ago and you were like, we're going to go see the band. Yeah. So this isn't just to set the scene. This isn't like, Oh, a re- re- like a regular couple, just like, you know, booked a random band that they thought might be good. Like they yeah. were invested in this band. They were invested in this okay. band
1: after they had already booked them. Cause they loved them. Cause they were a good band and they're, and they're talented. And so yeah. they saw them multiple times after they booked it. And after Nantucket, they saw them play, I think maybe two nights in N- Nantucket. They literally hung out with like my entire family hung out with all the band members in Nantucket. And then six weeks before, the wedding they get a phone call from i don't know what mc stands for peter do you know what that stands for uh, the master ceremonies master of ceremonies or yeah. just master ceremony master of Ceremonies. master of ceremonies okay so basically the master of ceremonies is like the guy in the band that like is the announcer right yeah Usually an MC is just like if at an event they just make all the yeah, announcements Yeah, they just and kinda stuff.
0: go like I, oh, think like I didn't think for them. The band. Lead singer. Both.
1: Okay. Oh, so
0: they're part of the band. Yeah, and they're, they're part the of the band. Okay. And gotcha. they're the so they're a singer.
1: Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. He's the lead guy in the band. And I guess maybe he does announcements too. He says, Yeah, I, I can't make it. Um and so my family's obviously upset. So they try to like bargain with him like I mean, like, do you really need to take this vacation? And so to kind of compromise, he said, you know what? Like, I have a replacement. He was my replacement at my sister's wedding when I obviously couldn't be in it because I was in the wedding. Um, And I'll add like a one or two more instruments, like free of charge, whatever.
0: Yeah, it's like the triangle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm,
1: like, trying to remember, like, what he added. When he said instruments, I just, like... <laughs> the recorder. He added the tra- the trombone. The trombone. Maybe. I don't think. Okay. know. Um, and so they were upset about that, but they were like, okay, whatever, like, whatever. It is what And it is. Okay. the sketchy thing about this is that the guy same mm-hmm. as Chris. He admitted that the only reason why he told them is because my family knew who he was and knew everyone in the band. Mm-hmm. So if he didn't show up that night, they'd be like they would have been like where though. is he. So
0: he was almost going to like outsource and not even tell them. Exactly. And was. it makes okay. me
1: wonder like how many times is he doing this to other wedding mm-hmm. parties? Like most people don't get close right. with the band. Especially if they
0: like are paying the premium for him and he's like the the exactly. base of the band people were expecting him exactly right
1: so they were pretty upset about that six weeks before the wedding um but they got over it they're like okay whatever we still have you know majority of the band so whatever right they move on the week of the wedding their wedding was on a saturday on monday the wedding planner reaches out to the band to get like a final head count of how many dinners because when you right you have to pay for them to eat um so the vendor needs to know how many people to feed it ends up being like two more people than they thought so the vendor or the i'm sorry the wedding planner ends up telling my aunt or my cousin or someone like okay like they need nine meals and they were like why nine like that's weird so that was the red flag on monday i thought
0: he said they were adding more instruments
1: that was already including okay okay gotcha I think there was like maybe like five or six to begin with. And they added like one or two. And then they were like, why is there nine people? Right. That was on Monday, the week of the wedding. Gotcha. Wednesday, the week of the wedding. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, three days before the wedding, they pull out. What? They completely bailed on the wedding. They said that someone tested positive for COVID and no one else has COVID yet, but they're not going to make it. But don't worry. We have a replacement band for you. A band that you've never heard of, never seen. You don't know what you're getting and there's no monetary adjustment. So you're going to pay the full
0: Oh, so there price. was no monetary adjustment. Mm-hmm. I was going to say like... For a band that they didn't sign for, up for. For a band that like, they have no idea who they are. Yep. And I would feel like if that were to happen, they should definitely offer some sort of a discount considering... Your family was so invested in this band. Exactly. Wait, what the heck? That's so weird. Yeah. But like, it's, it's all the red flags that are making me wonder like, what was their reason for backing out?
1: It's a good question. And then, you know, obviously we were keeping an eye on their Instagram all weekend to be like, if you're sick, you better be home. And we didn't see anything over the weekend because they follow like their personal Instagrams, oh, not okay. just like the band's Instagram. And turns out Monday, two days after the wedding, they're performing. Oh. at an event so you just don't have covid anymore two days after <sighs> the wedding that's so weird yeah
0: i wonder there has to be like a. am all about the like what was the reason maybe
1: because it was raining that day i don't know they didn't want to drive like to the cape pulling out of a wedding yeah and it was i don't understand it that was absolutely. just really disappointing yeah that's sad it was it was really disappointing <sighs> so baddies like if you are wedding planning if you are gonna be wedding planning soon don't hire beach nights they are not professional and you can't rely on them. I, it's, it's, an, it's unfortunate because they are talented. But like for something that's as important as your wedding day, you just yeah. don't want to mess with that.
0: I agree. You know, what's crazy that you say this is I was having a long conversation with my sister about this like a week ago because she was like, I'm so conflicted. I want a wedding. But it's such a hyped up day that yeah. like anything going wrong could just be like so detrimental. Like I freak out when things go wrong in my regular, when it's not a wedding regular yeah. everyday life. Like the eyebrows aren't you know they're not popping that day. Like hair <laughs> looks bad, gray hair is poking out. Like any little thing, I freak out. There's just so much pressure on this one day. Yeah, the food if the food gets messed up, if like the band messes up, like they play the wrong songs. Like every little thing, it's like everything is so heightened because you're spending so much money. So much So important. Money. it's such an important day. My sister was like, I don't know if I want this level of pressure on one day. It's so scary. And I mean, obviously, depending on how you do it, you can make your wedding a lot more like chill if you want. But especially when you're doing like a big traditional wedding, everything has to go perfectly. And I feel like the bride spends half the time Worried about everything, you know, going perfectly and, like, worried about things getting messed up. Yeah. And I feel like people get very anxious on their wedding days. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of sad. It's, like, because there are so many factors where things could go wrong. Like, you don't think about the fact that, like, the band could pull out or anything like that. But, like, every single person I've talked to who's gotten married has told me, like, a horror story. Like, oh, this really got messed up. I mean, with that being said, usually the guests don't notice, right? It's, like, mostly, like, the... Bridegroom and like right. their families that do but like it is it is like something to consider I think about this all the time because I really always thought I wanted this like big 200 person wedding and I just like the more eyes on it the more people it's just like that much
1: scarier and more pressure to like deliver
0: more pressure to deliver more people to say hi to more things that can go wrong and I'm just like now I think about it I'm like I don't know what I want you know it's just it is crazy yeah, and you spend so long planning. You spend like a year Over a to year. two years planning this one day. You have your so eyes like you set need, on something. You want everything to go perfectly. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it was really disappointing, but yeah, can't can't change it. So all we can do is just
0: yeah. But at the end of the day, they're married. They had a great time. I feel like you have to yeah. focus on like, all right,
1: like positive. Yes, like
0: at the end of the day, married, had a great time. All friends,
1: loved ones were there. So. Yep. But it is sad.
0: Um, all right. Let's dive into drunk deets.
1: Okay. So we've got Paris Fashion Week wrapping up. And I don't know if you saw my text message yesterday in our group chat, but there's a bed bug infestation <laughs> in Paris right now, which is so terrifying <sighs> because all I can think about is All the influencers attending Paris Fashion Week from L.A., Miami, New York, like all my favorite places to visit, like just bringing them back. Like it's really bad when like the mayor of travel, whatever that's called in Paris, literally makes like a health emergency thing, basically saying like no one is safe. Like it's everywhere.
0: So what I'm wondering is. Do you think the influencers brought the bed bugs to Paris That's or were the bed bugs in Paris and like the influencers just happened? Like I don't understand like the co- like where it started cuz I was just Ooh, in Paris knows. like a month ago and no bed bugs to report. I know. I don't know so how. So did they happens. just like emerge? Like where did they come from? I'm so confused. Like mm-hmm. I'm curious. And like there's no way the influencers were staying at like shitty hotels it,
1: but that's the thing that you everywhere. i don't, you've said this they're they're on on the, it, it doesn't matter it, they're on wilderness. trains and the problem with the trains in paris is that it's all fabric like if the if the seats were plastic they wouldn't be able to live there yeah so it's like I anywhere take a train that's crazy i know it's so terrifying that is so, that is your worst nightmare it is like people that don't know like i am a germaphobe slash bugaphobe, but like specifically bed bugs. Like no really bed bugs have me. always been your thing. I know. And I always
0: say to you when we travel, I'm like, this place is like a you know, five star hotel and you always say it's still not safe because a lot not. of people will stay at a shitty hotel.
1: Ourselves and bugs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but get bed bugs and then they'll move over to a nicer one yeah. and then they'll bring it with
1: them yeah so it's like nothing safe or even like not like when we go for like a long weekend like we might stay in like a shitty hotel the night before not a shitty hotel but a not oh, as nice hotel the night true. before because like when we're, we're waiting first for get our in. friends to arrive so we'll
0: stay in like a yeah whatever marriott and then we'll like move into a nicer one yeah
1: yeah it's, that's really it, true it's that easy that easy it's that oh. easy so it, um it's scary out there um <laughs> i would i would halt all paris travel halt, until further notice this is a public service announcement <laughs> Yeah, i'm just following Halt, along halt tonight. all paris travel immediately oh god that's funny. okay so obviously kim k is at paris fashion week and she is i mean i don't want to say in hot water because like what's freaking new like the Kardashians just get scrutinized for everything She's they do. She's like, probably
0: been waiting to be in hot water.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've been waiting to talk about like the Kardashians being in hot water because it's been a minute. But obviously we know what happened back in November 2022 with the whole Balenciaga, Yes, you know, children modeling BD- BD- BDSM yep. accessories. Not good. And back then she was like, I'm reevaluating my relationship with Balenciaga. shit. Like, whatever. And this week at Paris Fashion Week, she was featured in a lookbook shot for the brand summer 2024 collection. Less than one year after this whole ordeal happened. And now, she didn't attend Balenciaga's show, but that's because she was treated to, like, an early private preview of the collection. So she could, I think, attend the Victoria Beckham fashion show instead where Anna Wintour, like, literally... Was that her name? Yeah, Wintour. Yeah, just like gave her the cold shoulder um, for being twenty minutes late. Oh, yeah. Um, Um, It's just like not great. But like,
0: did any of us actually think that she was reevaluating her partnership with Balenciaga? Like, no, no, she wasn't. I'm sorry. Like, she said the right things, and of course, she had to throw in there the little line about like, as a mother myself. Just because you care about your own kids doesn't mean you care about other people's kids. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. Like, I'm so sick of people acting like, well, as a mother myself. Okay, so as a mother yourself, what are you doing to protect other children then that aren't your own? Because you supporting this company and this brand literally contradicts the fact that you give a shit about anyone other than yourself and your family and your money. So, like, yeah, she doesn't care. Like, she just doesn't. She's, like, she a shallow, no callous person. That's just, like, who she is. And it sucks because in some ways I do respect and admire her for, like, her work ethic and, you know, what she's done, you know, for people when it comes to, like, the work she's done within the law space. But, like, I'm also, like, eh, There's so many other b- better people out there to look up to. So like Better role models, yeah. Yeah, like, I just think it's bullshit. Like, if you say you're going to do something, do it. If you say you're going to reevaluate your, your partnership, cut it off. Like, I would— Respect the heck out of that. If you yeah. really had some integrity and had a backbone and like could turn down, you have enough money. Like you don't need the money, pull out of the partnership with this disgusting company and just move on with your life. I'd respect
1: that. And I think a lot of people would. I think there's some deeper, more evil shit going on behind the scenes that we don't know about where I'm it's sure. like balenciaga is probably tied to illuminati and blah, blah, blah. well i mean like, all, they're knows? also like
0: and then we talked about this like i mean this is a while ago but obviously balenciaga is owned by the same you know place that owns a lot of places like yeah. a lot of them are just kind of messed it's all this like there's two or three major big like, brands that own a lot of these brands so like right. you kind of have to do your research and like figure out like which brands like fall under the same umbrella that Balenciaga owns, but to your point, like there's a bunch of shitty shit that happens with like yeah. every brand out there. So it's kind of, it's difficult,
1: but anyways. Well, Kim can't catch a break because there is some wild, wild. I don't even want to say accusations because the proof is in the memoir. Travis Barker, I don't know if you knew this. He wrote a memoir about himself called, Can I Say, Living Large, Cheating Death, And Drums, Drums, Drums back in 2015 where he basically like professed his love for Kim Kardashian.
0: I remember like something about him having a thing for her back in the day, but I couldn't remember like why people
1: would say that. This is literally news to me. He, okay, so backstory. It's so funny to think of Kim Kardashian being Paris Hilton's assistant, but she was, she was Paris Hilton's closet organizer and assistant which is probably one of many and this was back in 2006 where they met because i didn't know this either but travis barker dated paris hilton for like a hot minute okay weird yeah i guess everyone's dated true (laughs) true um so they met back in 2006 they go way back and so He said to his friend, little Chris, I don't care if she's the closet girl. She's freaking hot. And this was at the time when Kim was dating Ray J. Yeah. Ray J. Um, But he said that there was like a specific trip in Amsterdam that they went on. It was like Kim, Paris, his friends or whatever. And they were just like flirting. Like it was like nothing, anything serious. But there was definitely like.
0: Tension. I want to
1: yeah like there was tension and like they did admit like oh I want to like hang out with you and stuff but they claim nothing ever happened like Kim actually made a statement on her Instagram like way back in the day saying nothing ever happened like he just had a crush on her like yes they were flirtatious but nothing happened but it kind of makes sense like Kim and Courtney's had this long standing feud and like no one really knows why Mm. but I mean if if your husband had a crush on your sister, like, and proclaimed it in a book, I'd be mad too. Yeah, but this all happened before they even like started dating, so it's hard to like really hold it against her. And it's not Kim's fault. No,
0: I mean, I, I will say Kim and Courtney's feud has gone back like before two thousand six. Well, before Courtney and Travis were ever a thing, right? Like, yeah. they've had issues. True. From the beginning, I don't really know why. I think there's definitely just some like competition. Thing. Like Courtney is the oldest, Kim is the middle, right? Middle child of the three. Yeah, uh, and I'm not oldest. including. I'm not including like um, Kylie and yeah, because they're just so much younger. But I almost thought of it as like y- Courtney being the oldest sister. I feel like usually the older child and like the youngest child get the most attention, and like the middle child is the one that's a little bit like neglected and left out at least from like what people have told me with yeah. like when have they have three kids but i feel like it was kind of an interesting dynamic where like him was the one that became so famous probably like rubbed that in courtney's face like, or maybe like courtney felt like she was i feel like they always had this tension um and i feel like chloe never really got as involved or chloe was more like the mediator of it all so i feel like they just have all these issues but to your point, it probably doesn't help the fact that nope. everything Courtney tries to do, it's like, Kim's been there. She's done yeah. this. Like, oh, this person that you like, oh, you know, Kim could have had an opportunity with them too. Oh, you want to start a brand like this? Kim already started a brand. Like, Kim was the mom's favorite. Like, it was always like that versus I think of it as like Chloe maybe was like more like babied by the mom. Like, I'm not really sure, but I definitely just know there's some like weird competitiveness between the two of them. So I'm sure it yeah. hurts to a degree. Now like, like I'm talking about celebrities and they've again they've all dated each other. They've all, all had things for each other. So maybe it doesn't phase Courtney as much as it would phase a regular person who's not in the spotlight, but it is weird cuz I feel like it's just like another thing that Kim has. Like Courtney's like of course, you know.
1: To your point, I do remember on the last season of the Kardashians that there was an episode where Courtney was very upset. She was like, "I just want something that's mine." Yeah. Like, it's, it's not, like, about a competition. It's just, like, I want to do my own thing. And, like, she has her lemmy. She has poosh. Like, whatever. But she always gets grouped into, like, the Kardashians or whatever. Yeah. And I could see that it's more— it's, She's probably not mad, at Kim or Travis over this. It's more so just the situation. Didn't like Courtney almost think. go to
0: law school? Or she like did go to law school or something?
1: Yeah, I would like and to then, see the records on that.
0: Well, I know, but it's interesting because <laughs> then Kim's the one that became the lawyer, right? Like Oh wait, Courtney went to I law school. I think so. I think she did. Or like, um, I don't know. I'd have to Courtney. Peter, I don't know if you can fact check that, but um, I thought I remembered I either an episode of the Kardashians or something where Maybe Courtney was talking about how She either went to law school, but didn't graduate or she went to law school and took the bar like I'm not sure but I'm pretty sure um, She like did something because she wanted to follow in her dad's footsteps Didn't end up doing it and then Kim is the one that actually who actually did so I just feel like it's always like a constant thing Am I wrong Peter if Um, I if I am wrong, then I just have a wild
1: imagination. (laughs) No, it says that she applied Okay. To law school, school. yeah I'm like something trying to read fast <laughs> no it's okay either she like that's enough honestly the fact that she applied yeah she was i remember her just talking about how she thought to she was gonna it. be a
0: lawyer and like somewhere along the journey it didn't work out but like then it's like you know kim's the one that did it she's the one that followed in their dad's footsteps it's just like oh. i feel like every single thing is just that's actually which very is interesting why like and i and not to like psychoanalyze these people that i don't know but sometimes i wonder like people are always like Courtney changed so much. Like her whole personality is different. She's going for this whole kind of like, you know, like angsty, like you know, punk rock type vibe. Her and which is so Travis, different from them. Yeah, but I'm almost like I wonder if it's because she's trying to just completely like have her yeah. own thing that's hers, and that, like Kim isn't like that, and she doesn't want to feel like she's just another Kardashian. She wants like her own vibe, that like the, a thing that Kim hasn't done yet. So oh my God,
1: do you think Courtney was so pissed when? pete davison came into the picture like probably
0: let me have my own yeah because it's like now another thing that it's like oh well i have my you know kind of whatever so person in that friend group so it is very
1: interesting hmm. interesting wow i mean i love kim i know she's not perfect and she's not a good role model yeah. but like now <laughs> you I'm, can't help but love i her. can't help but love her but like now i'm starting to think like if we were to like write down every single coincidence that like I don't know. There seems to be a lot of competition in that family. Definitely
0: competition.
1: Okay. So I watched the what's usually I write this down because I always forget what game is Travis Kelsey in again. Well, who does he play for? No, but who does he play no, for? The I know City that. <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs. He Chief. plays in football. Wait, you did so well. Was
0: it last week or the week before? Because I usually write down just the you're facts. You're like, he is a tight end for like you're
1: doing. Because I, I write it down because I won't remember. Okay, so he is a footballer. He's, I know that. Okay, so I watched the the Chiefs Sunday, The Chiefs game. I don't know who they played. Don't ask me. I didn't write it down. doesn't matter. Um, And obviously it was in. Oh. The Jets? If you want a sports podcast, watch Barstool. We're yeah. not here for the hard-hitting It was sports. in New York, so maybe it was the Jets. Okay. Because I know there's two teams. Yeah. So... Obviously, we know Taylor Swift resides in New York City, so everyone pretty much assumed that she was going to be in attendance for this game where her little boyfriend is playing. Yeah. So naturally, I was like, all right, like, why don't we watch? Like, I'll watch. I'll take a gamble and see what's going on. Everyone is watching football these days just to see Taylor Swift, and it's kind of funny. I know. And I'll, like, I Michael honestly, like Michael hates He's like,
0: Ugh, I'm so sick of
1: hearing about this because it's like. I it, mean, I'm sure it's annoying. for It the is boys. getting a bit much. Like the announcers will it's grab like, any straw they can. Yeah, too. they're
0: like making the um, like captions of their photos like Taylor Swift lyrics, and the guys are like, "Can we not escape this woman?"
1: No, at this point, <laughs> no. Um, and it was cool to see because I. Wasn't the biggest Brittany Mahone's fan. For those of you that don't know, that's Patrick Mahone's fan. Uh, fan wife. wife. Who he also plays for the Chiefs. Yes. I don't remember what position. He's a quarterback, right? Yep. I thought he was a center. No. Is that a position? He's a quarterback. Oh, who's the center? I talked about a center recently. I thought center was Basketball. Um, No, there's a center and foot. They're the one that hiked the ball to the to quarterback, but they're not really as well known. Okay, so so Patrick Mahomes is yeah. So he, so that's the wife of her. And I always, I never really liked her per se. Not that she's really given me any reason not to, but like I just didn't get good vibes from her. Okay, whatever. It was really nice to see her just look normal just look like a human like she was conversing with taylor it was cute to see the two of them like standing next to each other talking laughing whatever getting along like yeah. if taylor swift fucks with you i'll fuck with you okay wow, like so
0: you're like fully in it that's
1: yeah. okay anyways <laughs> like whatever so if taylor swift fucks
0: with you i fuck- like i just didn't think that honestly i th- hear those words come out of your mouth <laughs> and so i don't true. know what to say
1: to you <laughs> I do love you, but I just go on any who's also <laughs> I was doing some digging yes, and as you do, as I do. And I wasn't personally digging, but I saw that Travis Kelsey has an ex. Her name is Kayla Nicole. I think she's just like some like influencer Instagram model. First name I'm Kayla,
0: not, last name Nicole. Like, That has to be a middle name or is that her Instagram tra- handle?
1: Oh, oh, maybe. Okay,
0: it's fine. Just two first names. You know what I yeah. say?
1: Yeah. Well, it's like Travis Kelsey. They they work. Sketchy. Sketchy. Two <laughs> first names odds? times two is like, not good. Yeah, no that's why they're no longer dating. So his ex. They were on and off for five years from 2017 to May, 2022. Wow. Okay. Two months before they broke up, Kayla and Travis were both in the wedding party of Patrick and Brittany's wedding. So she was a bridesmaid. He was a groomsman
0: of, okay. Gotcha.
1: Of Brittany Mahones. So they were very close. Like if that's your bridesmaid, like I would assume that you're close and like it makes sense. Like they're, their husband's fiance's boyfriend, whatever at the time, like work together. So it makes sense. Um, yeah. She, over the weekend, unfollowed Brittany Mahone's on Instagram. Kayla Nicole did. Kayla Nicole. Did, Who was one yes. of
0: Brittany's bridesmaids.
1: And Travis Kelsey's ex. And so what I have to say to this is, first of all, whoever's checking this daily, get a life. Literally get the life. People
0: know this information
1: and they're like so keyed and I just don't get it. It's wild. It's It's, insane. It's weird to me. I I don't know like why people have that much time on their hands, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. Yeah. But I am torn on this for a couple of reasons. One being like they're supposed to be real friends. Like I don't know what's happening behind the scenes where like Kayla has to unfollow her like versus just like muting her like Mm. mute her posts and stories, like something had to have happened. But then the other hand, it's like, okay, I kind of get where she's coming from. Like, you don't really want to see your ex boyfriend, with Taylor Swift and like, obviously, Britney's now hanging with Taylor Swift. She was just seen in New York getting dinner with Taylor, Sophie Turner and Blake Lively. Like what a quad. Well, I should say what a trio because who's Britney Mahone's? Like whatever. Oh. But imagine seeing your ex with Taylor Swift, Blake Lively and Sophie Turner. yeah. Like, that's hard to see. So I could see, like, why she doesn't want to see that. Like, your new— Yeah, you kind
0: of just feel like, all right, your ex-boyfriend is like— You know when people get go through a breakup, and I know this is toxic, but we all kind of do it. Mm-hmm. You go through the breakup, and you kind of want to, like—you want to be the ex that wins
1: at life. Yeah, you want to— Like, you want to feel
0: like everyone's like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know, she is, like— doing, Upgraded. He, she's doing so well. Like, the glow-up, the revenge bod, like— you know, with someone better now, better group of friends, like I'm just doing so great. When you see the guy doing great and he's dating Taylor Swift and he's hanging out with Sophie Turner and Blake Lively, like I would be, I mean, granted he's already been famous. So it's not like he didn't have access to famous people before, yeah. but this but is just I agree, It hurts. World. It's just so in the spotlight. Yeah, that would hurt. So I do understand, I guess to an extent. So I have two thoughts here. Either they had a falling out before, All the Taylor Swift stuff happened, and maybe they just weren't really speaking anymore. And seeing the post of her with Taylor Swift, she was like, "I just don't want to follow this person anymore." And like now, she's supporting—you know, she's she's now supporting like my ex's new girlfriend. So like, I'm just—I don't. There's no need for this, right? Which I kind of understand. Or they never really had a falling out, and they're fine with each other. And she's just being immature because she can't handle the fact that her ex is with. Someone new, and that like her friend is just being kind to that person. Like, what do
1: you think? Like, if that, if the latter was true, do you think she like hit her up and like, hey, I'm gonna
0: unfollow
1: you, <laughs> but, but don't take it personal? I
0: honestly, like, I, I hope, that, see, I get torn with this too because part of me is like, you gotta go, d- I would do anything for the girls, you know, mm-hmm. me, like, I wouldn't hang, not that I would have an issue with his new girlfriend, but you know, I'm in. But she's I blonde, just, like that also hurts. Well, the new girl's I mean, blonde. I just I hate um, to see it. I feel like if I'm, we're all in this friend group, and there's a breakup that occurs. I would be kind to his new girlfriend. I don't think I'd be like posting about it and stuff like that. Like if you were if Benny I was Mahomes. still friends, yeah. If I was still friends with the even
1: if it was ex. Taylor Swift, what if it was Ariana Grande? I think Let's I compare. just I would want
0: to have some level of like respect. Mm-hmm. Like if my best, if if one of my good girlfriends, good enough of a girlfriend that she's in my wedding party and the guy, like they break up, but I'm, you know, my husband is still friends with the guy. We're really close. And like, obviously the new girl is going to be around. I'd be kind to her. It's not the new girl's fault. All that stuff. I don't know if I'd be like jumping to be like, we're best friends posting together all the time, knowing that it could hurt my good girlfriend. Like, I don't think I'd do that. I'd have loyalty. So part of me hopes that like, maybe they weren't really super friendly anymore, because I do think there's a little bit of like a, are you just jumping on the
1: bandwagon because it's Taylor Swift or I don't know. Do you think, think it's, it's wrong that she went out to dinner with them? Or do you think like, uh, is it the act or is it the posting? No, I think it's the posting. Just I the think posting. it's okay. Like
0: I don't think it's the new girl's fault. The guy's able to move on. I don't know anything about this relationship also. Yeah. So don't come for me if there was like some weird ass cheating. I don't know, but people have the right to move on. People have the right, the right to date. I don't like when there are friends who are, like, so obsessed with, like, someone's ex that they're, like, mean to the new girlfriend. I think that's wrong. It's not the yeah. new girlfriend's fault unless, like, she was the reason they broke up or which is still his fault. But right. I, I don't think you should be mean to the new girl for sure. And, like, if you want to go to dinner, get to know her, I think that's fine. I do think, like, jumping to immediately be, like, we're best friends, we're posting together, like, all this stuff, rubbing it in potentially your friend's face I don't know. You, gotta, you gotta go with the girls that's but again a- this is assuming they're still close so if they're not close then who cares whatever that
1: is what it honestly, is. honestly that's good enough for her for me i'm back on the i hate Brittany mahone's train okay like bad friend she's a bad friend <laughs> fucker <laughs> we don't know anything about like <laughs> this is the other
0: thing though i was thinking a lot about this i mean i think about this all the time but the fact you when you're in the public eye like this like truly everything you do does get scrutinized and everything. picked apart like you follow this person you follow around. this person you comment on this picture you blink twice like in the last 20 seconds like everything you're doing yeah I'm like noticing how many times you're blinking now oh I'm, I'm kidding but like everything you're doing is going to get scrutinized and I just wonder like it must really get to, in their heads yeah like the famous people like they must just constantly be under this crazy anxiety of like no matter what you do someone's gonna have something to say about it how do I go with the option that less people are going to be pissed at me at all times. I think that's (laughs)
1: why a majority of celebrities that you see, their Instagrams are really just Mm. business-related. Like, they're not, like, posting, like real time like insta stories true if they are it's probably an assistant doing it but like they don't use social media the same way that we do true it's usually just like a promo for like maybe a magazine true. shoot or a new cd not a c oh my god a cd a, C-D. a new a new
0: album coming out with a new mixtape <laughs> yeah but like i also think that there's the thresholds of fame like the people who are like kind of famous, but they're just like more like influencer type famous are like posting everything about their life. True, influencers and, and then, celebrities are
1: different. Or even
0: like some lower level celebrities are still posting everything. Yeah. Um, but I feel like when you get to like fame of like a Justin Bieber or, or Taylor Swift, a Selena Gomez, you know, jennifer Aniston, that level people become so private because they just can't they like don't want and those. they all
1: have like finstas like they definitely yeah. all have like oh, an yeah, actual like Instagram celebrity instagrams where like they follow their friends and families and, that's and it. you're so right post. they
0: definitely do but it is crazy i mean i even think about it for us regular people like it's obviously so different because you're not under the public eye the same way but I often think like how many decisions that I make on a day-to-day basis am I making because of what other people are going to think of me? It's a scary place to be. You know, I put on this outfit this morning. Did I put on this outfit because I liked it or did I put it on because I you think people will am, like it. I, I think that, you know, it's acceptable to wear and then people will like it. Am I, I'm driving into work and like, I'm anxious. Like what if, I don't look good today. What if I don't say the right things? I'm in this meeting. What if I speak up and I say the wrong thing and people judge me? What if people think I'm stupid? What if I say like too many times on the podcast and people comment on it again? Like how many decisions are we making and how much of like our mental
1: occupancy is taken up by what other people think about us? It's crazy. It is sad. When we think about like how often we let the opinions of others control our day-to-day like even just like our emotional well-being like i've lost so much sleep yes over it it's and it's exhausting and i wish like i i mean i can't say i'm in a place now where i generally don't care at all what people think of me but i do think I am at a point where I definitely care less. Yeah, and that's why, like, I think, which comes with age a little. Definitely bit Definitely comes with age, yeah. Mm-hmm. Amateur. knowing I think. who you are, yeah. and, Like,
0: feeling a little more confident in yourself, right? I think can help for sure. Um, I know we've talked about this before. How many times you say something, and at the time it's like, you, maybe you think it's funny, or you blurt it out, and then like you're oh. up and you're up at night wondering, like, was that weird? Did people think that I say it was weird? Just like. Everyone has that, like you you say a joke in the moment that like might be, you know, you don't get the reaction that you're going to and then
1: that's like eating you alive. Oh my God, I have an example of growth. I know we talked about growth last week or whatever, but literally I said something the other day, like I think it was like a week or two ago and I didn't know if it was offensive. Like I wasn't trying to be offensive and I wasn't even like trying to be funny. Like generally, it was just like a one-on-one conversation with someone and it was eating away at me all day all day i finally cracked at like 7 p.m and i texted the person and i was like hey like xyz like i don't know if what i said was offensive but if it did i'm like so sorry i didn't mean it and they responded so nicely like told me it was nothing at all like they knew what i like meant to say say. and i was like me a year ago you wouldn't have like i'm not even gonna repeat on this podcast what I said but like there was a situation where I lost several months of sleep over something I said one time (laughs) no I know (laughs) real baddies know and you reaching out and just like yeah but like like, a year ago I would never like text someone and be like hey I'm proud of you I know that's amazing because I mean it goes to show but like I do care what people think like I don't I didn't want them to think that I was like being hurtful or right which
0: I do think in that example that's okay that was you like having like, yes, like caring what the person thinks of you, but also you making sure, like, hey, I, I want to make sure I didn't upset this person. Right. So I, feel like I, think if I care your, about their feelings. If your mindset is, like, I want to make sure I didn't upset them versus, like, what do they think of me? Which is, like, funny because we're going to get to that a little later. But it's all about the intentions. I just think about, like, so many things in life. Um, like, for example, I used to be so scared of public speaking. Like, terrified of public speaking. Because in my head, all I could think about is, what if I stuttered? What would people think of me? What if I said the wrong thing? What if I gave the wrong advice? What if what if people don't care about what I have to say? Which, according to TikTok, people don't care about what I have to say. But, like, truly, that was in my head. I was so scared to start a podcast, not because I didn't want to start it be, but or because I, like, didn't think that we had something valuable to add. But because what
1: people are I was say. so
0: scared of what my coworkers would think. What if yeah. the people I work with every day find out I have a podcast? Like, they're going to think I'm so weird. This is, like, something that other people aren't doing, I'm going to be the weird person at work. I'm going to be the person that walks away and everyone's talking about them. And that feeling like ate me alive. And like you and I, we didn't make our podcast public. We didn't <laughs> post. Like this is so funny to think about. Like I know years ago. For months. We didn't post about our podcast on our personal instagrams we didn't tell anyone about it we would like post within this like secretive area where we wanted people that didn't know us to find it but not the people that did know us (laughs) because we were just so scared of people's judgments and what they would think of us and it's just like i just think of all the things that like i do and that like i think so many of us do where we're just looking for human validation and it's not even like that we want human validation we feel like we need it we need people to tell us you're good enough. You're smart. You're pretty. Like you are doing something amazing. Like I need people to tell me that. But like, when you say it out loud, it just sounds so ridiculous. And like, we don't need, you don't need that. Like, you don't need to live your life being fueled off of human validation. Like people telling you like, Oh, you're good enough. So therefore you are good enough. Like, oh, you're like you're um a loved person. So therefore, like you are loved. Like you should believe those things anyways about yourself. But it's crazy how like other people's like opinions, like just matter so much to us. And I think when you think about like what to do about it, you're like, all right, like what do I what do I do about it? You have people that are like, just stop, just stop caring what people think of you. And I feel it's like that so is much so much easier said than done.
1: <laughs> it is. I actually just remembered that we didn't tell the baddies that we went to our first ever influencer, I would call it, event last week. Oh, yeah. When we went to the soft opening, or whatever you want to call it, of Moxies in Seaport. They, Which I highly this, recommend, by the way. Yeah. It was very cute. By the time this episode drops, it'll already be opened. It opened October 5th. Um, But it was like a collab with Mark Wahlberg's Fletcher Azul tequila brand which yeah. is amazing he personally handed us shots of tequila that we could take literally was in touching distance of Mark Wahlberg obviously yeah. I didn't touch him um but I just remember a little touch of his like pinky <laughs> finger just can I just add like he looks good for 50 he looks or whatever. so He's good. yoked but yes. that's neither here nor there um, I was um, like in
0: my head I was like I wonder like what he does and i remembered his morning routine it's like it's wake like, up at 2 30 a.m every single day work out four times a day i'm like okay i'm probably not gonna do that but no. like, i appreciate that for him
1: it's probably like <laughs> similar to tom brady's morning yes, routine just like crazy. i don't know that's just like not for me in this lifetime i don't know anyways um so i remember mr man and i showed up before you and michael and i was like oh god like where's shannon like hurry up Shannon I feel so uncomfortable like we were standing at the bar and, like even though I had Mr. Man here it just like wasn't the same because like obviously she, it was my influencer like event but like yeah. he was just like so like what do we do like we just like yeah and then all the girls have like the ring lights out yeah and like he was like tooki- taking a look around like so like everyone's on their phone but it's okay here because that's what you're supposed to do and I was like yeah. oh my god where's Shannon and I just remember feeling so uncomfortable Like so uncomfortable and I was like Yeah not comfortable in your own skin Well like not even that but I was just like I don't like I feel like I don't Belong here like yes I got invited But like it's almost like imposter syndrome And like what am I supposed to be doing I don't know and then at some Point like I was like you know what Abby like You deserve to be here like you got Invited just like anyone else Yeah and Yeah you might look awkward yeah you might not know What you're doing but like everyone else Is literally so Not to be mean, but like self-absorbed with themselves that they're not looking at me standing (laughs) over at the bar, like twiddling my thumbs, like counting down until you get here. Like they're they're too busy worrying about themselves and like worrying about their hair and worrying about their makeup. That's so funny. I'm so glad you said that because it's so true, right? People are too
0: self-absorbed. People are everyone is thinking about themselves when you're in a situation like that and you're like, everyone's thinking everyone's looking at me everyone's talking about me no they're thinking about themselves and it's like i'm so glad you said that cuz it was bad sometimes i have to remind myself of that too and i think when people say like oh just you know stop caring what people think of you like other people's opinions shouldn't matter it's so much easier said than done and i honestly think if you spend too much time not think not caring about what people think of you that's still you thinking about what people (laughs) say. So I honestly, um, I think the best piece of advice I was ever given, and it's very funny because it's very similar to what you just said. It honestly changed. This person probably has no idea that they had such a big impact like on my life and public speaking and stuff. And I feel like that's often how it is. But it was a few years ago. I was going to present my first kind of like big presentation in front of my entire company. So it was going to be like 500 people were going to be there. I was going to be up on a stage and I was going to be presenting, like, quarterly, like, numbers and, like, performance stuff from the company, and I was tweaking out. I was probably, like, 23, 24 years old, and I'm like, how am I going to do this? And I was, you know, really having, like, a meltdown to my manager at the time, um, Steph, if you're listening, like, she's she's a queen, but – I was like, what am I gonna do? What if I stutter? What if I say the wrong thing? People are gonna like make fun of me. People are gonna think that I'm stupid. I'm too like, I just I'm not right for this, imposter syndrome, et cetera. She looks at me and she literally no like goes, Shannon, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but no one gives a shit about you or what you're saying, or if you stutter, or what you look like. People are gonna be watching you on stage waiting to see if their names are gonna get called out waiting to see if they're gonna get a shout out and waiting to see what the physical information is that you're trying to deliver you are a vessel they're in they're interested in the content that you're gonna be presenting and when she said that it was funny because i feel like some people might have been like was that like mean i'm like no that was the most like the kindest thing she could have done because it took the pressure off of me because and all all of a sudden it hit me i was like, Shannon. You are like this egomaniac. It's not about you. Like, no one, it's not like everyone's sitting there waking up in the morning being like, I wonder what Shannon's gonna wear today. I wonder what Shannon's gonna say today. No one gives a shit, right? Like, the point of the meeting was I was supposed to get up there and deliver information and data and facts and shout other people out. It was about them, it was about how the company was doing. It wasn't about me, but I spent all this time making it about me
1: also they're not the ones up on stage like i'm sure there are times when people have been offered opportunities and they turn them down because they're afraid of what people are going to think like if they trip or if they stutter if they mess up or if they say the wrong thing and yeah. it's like all right well let's see you do it like if exactly. you're going to judge me like let's see you do it And
0: i don't judge other people like when i'm sitting in the stage and i'm watching someone present same thing i'm waiting to see like what the information they're delivering like does this affect my life how do I feel about the information they're delivering I'm not like paying attention to how many times they trip over their words or anything like that so it was just such good advice and it took the pressure off and I think it really made me realize that when you take the focus off yourself and onto others you stop feeling as insecure because it takes the focus off of you so I think rather than in my mind being like shit and just don't care what people think of you instead I've tried to shift my mindset to like okay you know, instead of focusing on yourself, think about other people and then it just takes the pressure off. So for example, you know, what I used to think was I'm starting a podcast. I hope everyone loves it. I hope that everyone thinks that I have good things to say and I give good advice and that I'm funny. And it was all about myself and all about us, right? Like how can we, you know, how could people think X, Y, Z way about us versus now when like, to be completely honest, like I really show up to recording so much more excited these days and less anxious because in my head, I'm like, you know, we're doing a podcast and I hope that it puts a smile on someone's face. Like I really do. I hope that, you know, one of the baddies listens to this and maybe they're going through a similar experience that we are. And hopefully I can be vulnerable and honest and that, you know, if there's someone out there that's going through the same thing as me, maybe something I say can resonate with them or help them. Like that's like truly what I hope these days. And I feel like getting to that level, like not to say like, oh, like I'm perfect and I have it figured out because I think we all, we all have those days where, you know, you're in your head thinking about you. But I think like it's brought me like so much more joy about recording the podcast and it's made me not focus so much on like how many times I'm saying like or whatever and I'm just more like, I really wanna deliver like content that I maybe could help someone or maybe could make someone laugh and like that's the focus now. So it's less about me, it's more about them. It's the intention. It's
1: so true. Behind what you're doing.
0: I think it's all about like kind of putting the ego to the side, which is such a weird way of thinking about it. Cause I think when people are getting insecure or like consumed with other people's thoughts, they're not like, Oh, I'm, you know, this is like my ego talking or anything. But I think that's ultimately what it comes down to is like, we're thinking about ourselves too much, or at least that was my experience.
1: I think a lot of people don't realize that they have an ego. I think they have a hard time coming to terms with it because you might not think you do, but like, I, I it's not like something shameful to be ashamed of. No. Like if you have an ego, I think everyone does to a degree, some more than others. <laughs> yes. Um. But sometimes you, you just need a reality check. And sometimes it's your manager. Sometimes it's your friend. Sometimes yeah. it's a, it's a parent. Sometimes it's a stranger on the street. You never know. But I, I know me personally, I, I, I don't, I actually don't know what changed 'Cause literally just thinking from a year ago when I literally lost sleep over things I said to now, I think it just comes comes with time and maturity. You're
0: right. It is. And I think I think it's like you're right about like not like people don't immediately assume like, oh, like I have this like big ego. Cause I think we think of the stereotypical, you know, egomaniacs as like people who you know, they're know-it-alls, they can't take any advice, they feel like, you know, they're bragging, like, all this stuff, and I think a lot of times it's more like, are you waking up in the morning and every single thought you have is about yourself and how things affect you and, you know, how, like, I'm talking to this person, how, what can I gain from this person, what can I gain from this conversation, like, everything you're doing is out of motives that will best suit you and has nothing to do with other people, like, that's, that's you having a big ego, whether or not you're aware of it, and I think, humbling yourself is really important like I've I struggle with this and I think humans like we're it's naturally programmed for us to think about ourselves and to have an ego so by the way don't be offended by this message because it's something we all struggle with but I think humbling yourself is really important and like being humble doesn't mean you know that you think less of yourself it means that you think of yourself less and other people more like truly it's not like oh I'm I'm humble so that means I have to be like de- self-deprecating and like all this stuff like no it just means that like I'm gonna wake up in the morning I'm gonna think about others and like how my actions can impact others instead of just making it all about me all the time and I heard it um. I heard it said this way, actually, by um, this guy, his name is Chad Veach. He's a actually a pastor I follow out in LA, but he was talking, he did an episode, it was called No Ego Amigo. I highly recommend, it's actually so good. But he basically says, pride thinks um, through the lens of, how does this affect me? How does this improve me? How does this serve me? And how does this help me? Humility thinks through the lens of, how do I help them? How do I bless them? How do I develop them? How do I give to them? Um, and he basically was like, you know, the less you focus on yourself and more on others in a positive way, not like you're sitting there, like picking go- apart gossiping someone, or picking yeah. someone apart, but if you're doing your actions and living out your day with the intentions of like, how does this affect others and the people receiving whatever it is I'm doing? You're going to find more peace because when you're focusing all day long on yourself, like it eats away at you. Like, that's. it's never healthy for any... And it is exhausting and you're never going to be fully happy with what you do and the things that you say if that's all you're focusing on. So get the focus off yourself and it's going to be, like, so freeing once you do that.
1: I think you also have to, like, start small too because you're not just going to magically wake up one day and, like, start thinking of yourself less. I think, like... It's something that you have to first of all want but actually like really put into practice and like so it could true. be something like literally as small as you know texting your friend like hey like I know that she needs a coffee like I'm already going to get a coffee can I bring you a coffee like yeah like you have a coworker that doesn't have time to stop like it's it's little things like that and then the bigger picture will come the more you practice those little things
0: exactly and i love that you said that because we talked about this i think it was like six months ago where i was like i'm not a naturally
1: thoughtful
0: thoughtful person no i really don't think i am like i don't i have some like including you i have some friends family members my whole family actually who they really are like so thoughtful like they think of others they're like what can i do to like Hey, like, would it make you happy if I got you a coffee? Like, hey, can I do anything for you this morning? I like, I don't know if it's my programming was off, like I'm not sure, but I didn't think that way for so long. So we talked about journaling last week um, Mm -hmm. and you kind of asked me like, how do you get started? To be honest, perfect way to get started. One thing I try to do when I do journal in the mornings now is literally I'll write down like, what are like three people I can think of today and something I can do that's nice for them. Simple as things like that could be. Sending a friend of yours a text to start your day being like, hey, hope that you're having a good week I love you. I've been doing that randomly recently to people and like it means so much just to get like a random text saying like hey Hope you're oh having a good week. On. I love you. I know, right? Well, but <laughs> I haven't been doing it to like Everyone you're it's on okay. the list. I see or enough. like just the little things like okay Remember that so-and-so had a doctor's appointment and just like make sure that like yeah. everything went well little things like that and then all of a sudden it's gonna like start It's you start small, like you said, but then your brain is going to start getting in the habit of like thinking that way. And it's going to grow from there,
1: which I think is like so, so cool to see. Practice makes progress. So true. Love, Love that.
0: All right, baddies. Well, that's all we had for you this week. Thank
1: you so much for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, follow us on Instagram. It's at drinks after work underscore. Follow us on TikTok. It's at drinks after work. No underscore. And if you really, really love us and want to make us happy, if you want to think of someone other than yourself, leave us a five star <laughs> rating and review. Cause it
0: really makes Beautiful. my day.
1: And maybe you could be the next baddie of the week.
0: Yes, you could be the next baddie of the week. When this episode drops, Gail will be one year older. Oh. And wiser, and happy birthday to you. I love you so much, and I'm excited to celebrate tomorrow.
1: All right, bye, guys. Bye, love Love you you guys.